Hello and welcome to the Burlington Break. I'm Sarah Eshelman. I'm Sydney Bowles. And we are here to talk about the news. So it's Happy New Year. Happy by the New way. Year. Happy New Year on 2024, y'all. And leap year. And not only is it a leap year, it is also a basketball and election year. In case you didn't know, there's like elections going on or something, right? It is a big election year. It's a big election year. But I know all the attention and all the weight kind of goes national. Well, let's start with, I would say, I would argue, maybe even more important, local. Let's talk about the local elections. What's going on locally? Yeah, so many of us know, I think a lot of us who are clued into local news, folks who are listening to this podcast are probably folks who are a little bit aware of the the importance of stuff that goes on here locally, whether it's the school committee discussing the the policies that govern our our kids' lives, whether it's the select board approving important you know, measures that, that keep our streets up to date, that, you know, all of these issues that we care about so much that impact our day-to-day lives, that all happens at the local level. So April 6th, we're having our annual town election. That's a Saturday. Um, there are positions open in the select board, school committee, planning board, board of health, recreation commission, and seats in every district in town meeting. So there's something for everyone. There's a really issues that impact our, our lives all over. And many of these are going to be contested. I think we already have some indication that at least the select board and school committee races are going to be contested, which means we're going to have multiple people running. We might have some debates here on DCAT. We're going to have different visions for what the future of Burlington should look like. So definitely something to keep an eye on. Mark the date on your calendar, April 6th. And that's interesting to me that it's a Saturday because I was really surprised by that. And I, my thought was, oh, no, that's, that's maybe not good because people might be away or sleeping in and not thinking about it. But Cindy, you had a really good reason as to why it's actually maybe better than a Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, I think of it as like a fun opportunity to see your neighbors, maybe catch up with some folks you don't see that often. Um, And it's, you know, it's not a work day. You're not rushing around trying to make sure you pick your kids up on time, all that stuff. Um, But that said, if you are going to be out of town that day, there are lots of alternatives. You can vote um, in person at town hall in the clerk's office for the week ahead of that election. And uh, you can vote by mail, and there's going to be information on those options on the town clerk's website. So, you know, they always say when it comes to elections, it's really important to have a plan to, so you don't, you know, wake up that morning and try to figure out how you're going to fit voting into your busy day. I think it's better to think ahead of time, am I going to vote by mail? Am I going to, like, go after breakfast on Saturday? How am I going to do this? So, you know, think ahead of time. Keep that date April 6th in your mind. Now, you said earlier that, like, these, some of these are going to be contested. Now, if someone is interested in making it even more contested, like, is it possible for someone to start running for one of these positions, or is it too late? It sure is. There's plenty of time left. Anytime before February 14th, Valentine's Day, you can go to the town clerk's office, take out papers, fill them out, and get them back by February 16th. You'll need, I think it's like 50 signatures to run. You need to be a registered voter, a resident in town. That's pretty much it. I think um, it can seem daunting to run for some of these state positions or a national position, but really running locally is just a matter of caring about an issue, being curious, being willing to learn, and being willing to give up a couple of your, you know, days a month, weeks, you know, weeknights a month to, to go to these meetings and, and make your voice heard. But it's, it's really very easy to, to get on the ballot, um, get the support of your neighbors, and really start shaping Burlington into the town you want it to be. It's kind of like one of those things where you find out what you're passionate about and you go for it. 
Yeah, I actually spoke to town clerk Amy Warfield about this. Let's see what she had to say. What I often recommend to people is take a look about if there's something that you're passionate about. For me, it was first getting involved with the library because I felt strongly about what a local library should do and what it should be involved with. I soon found out that some of those things maybe were not, my, they were my assumptions, they weren't accurate, but once you get involved, you start to understand what really is involved and what what you can do. And it is amazing what an, an individual can do on the local level. So it sounds like really anybody can do it, right? You just have to be interested and really care. Absolutely. That's excellent. So I think that's it for local stuff. Again, April 6th, y'all put that on your calendar. Let's talk about state and national. Um, what's the calendar for that? What's going on there? Yeah, so the first election this year actually is the presidential primary, which is coming up really soon. It's March 5th. This, of course, is when you'll cast a vote for the Democratic or Republican candidate for president that you prefer. Um, the On the Democratic side of the ticket, it's pretty quiet because, of course, President Joe Biden running again. He's he's not really facing any, any real competition. But Dean Phillips and Mary Williamson are also on the ballot. So if you want to learn about them, you have a chance to. And on the Republican ballot, uh, there are a lot more names. Former President Donald Trump is by far the uh, the leader, according to the latest polls. Um, uh, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Healy are also on the, the ballot. Chris Christie, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, Asa Hutchinson, and Ryan Binkley are also names there, if you want to learn more about who those folks are. And one thing to keep in mind is just pay attention to the news, because not all of these names are showing up on the debates, because the debates tend to have like a higher um, threshold as opposed to just, you know, hey, I'm running, you know, throw your hat into the ring. So, again, pay attention to the news. Um, we're not going to cover all this, like, really intensely just because we're more focused on local stuff. Um, we'll make sure you're kind of keeping in mind all the different candidates who will be there. Yep. Yeah. Um, and uh, the next primary is uh, moving forward to the fall, getting towards the, the end of the year. On September 3rd is our state primaries. So that's when you'll vote for your pick for state representative and state senator. I actually don't know yet whether our state rep and state senator are running again. I would assume they would be. I don't know if they're facing um, uh, competition. Last last time, state representative uh, Ken Gordon faced competition in his race. It was a pretty it was a pretty uh, uh, con contentious election. So sometimes these these things really do pop off. We will be following those here. Uh, right now, our state rep and state senator are Ken Gordon and Cindy Friedman, and they really are pretty involved in, in local affairs. They're people that are resources for you. You can email them when things come up that become relevant that a state representative could, could be helpful with. They're pretty intimately involved in, 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 in our lives here, in our communities. And again, so that's September 3rd. That's the state primary. So for both primaries, uh, if you are listening and you're like, oh, no, I'm an unenrolled voter. In Massachusetts, you can still vote in the state primary. You just show up at the polling place and you say, I am declaring for this ballot. Now, you can't do it for both ballots, but you can declare for one. So pay attention to state primaries, pay attention to the national primaries, if there's one that you feel passionate about, you still have the opportunity in Massachusetts. Not, not true of all states, but it is true in Massachusetts. Absolutely. And then the big kahuna, November 5th, the presidential election. Um, with the, the general election for state rep and state senator also on that ballot as well. Um, you will be hearing a lot about that as we get closer. Uh, not no, not so much from us, but worry not, you will not forget November 5th. But I do think this is a lot of dates. I think also when you're talking about remembering when early voting starts, if you need to register, remembering the deadlines for those, it is a lot to keep track of. 
I'm probably going to like write them all down, put it on my fridge or something. This information is all online. You can look this up, but you know, time can get away from us. So I think it's important to, to flag this ahead of time for yourself in whatever way makes sense for you. Yeah, it's definitely a lot to keep track of. So again, put it on your calendar, definitely little reminders for yourself. And, and talk about other people so that you can kind of you know, go out to the polling place with your buddies and like, you know, rem- remind each other of all that. Um, so I think that's that's it for the news. Just talking about all the upcoming elections this year. Um, hey, Sydney, what is coming up next week in your work that you're excited about? Well, actually, speaking of state representatives, I next week will be talking with State Rep Ken Gordon. Um, he has been working pretty closely on the issue of the Massachusetts um, migrant shelter system crisis. I think folks who have been paying to the news will know that um, Massachusetts had to put a, a cap on its um, right to shelter law, which guarantees shelter for um, families who are facing homelessness, in part because of the increase in, in migrants coming to our communities. And a number of those those families have been housed in uh, long-term stay hotels here in, in our area, some in Burlington, more in Bedford and Dolrica. Um, it, it hasn't been in the news as much lately, but it's a big part of this ongoing crisis. And Ken Gordon has been working pretty hard on it. He's pretty directly involved uh, representing his community in, in, these, in these issues. So I'm going to be talking to him and also to Rabbi Susan Abramson, who has uh, been involved delivering clothes and shoes and diapers and, and pretty immediate needs to folks who have have come to become our neighbors with sometimes literally the only the clothes on their back. Uh, so it's it's really moving stuff. I'm really excited for those conversations. It really also has to, uh, but not to like, interrupt our kind of wrap up question, but how it's just how important like the local elections, the local work is because I think when we talked about this earlier, I thought about boots on the ground. Like you know, it's like our local folks who are the ones who are working in our local. So kind of going back to that local elections, pay attention April 6th, that's the big one. Um, but I am looking forward to seeing, um, this, is that the B-News segment, B-News In-Depth? Is that right? In-Depth, yeah. Is that coming out next week? Is that right? I wish I could tell you. Soon. Soon. In January, probably. Definitely keep an eye out, folks. Um, I, I, I'm looking forward to checking that out. Sarah Eshelman, what are you looking forward to in your work next week? Well, you know, I'm really looking forward to um, Poetry Out Loud finals. So, as listeners may know, I'm an English teacher here at Burlington High School, and every year we have um, we participate in the national Poetry Out Loud competition where students across the nation memorize poems and form them. It's not even just like, oh, let me read a poem aloud. It's, I'm going to give intonation. I'm going to give gestures you know and they are so incredible these kids they are just so good and um, we have our final so we have nine students moving on um, competing on monday for the title of ehs poet laureate and the chance to move on to states um hopefully we'll get snowed out and hopefully like you know the snow is not too bad um that's what i'm looking forward to next week awesome i look forward to that as well um, that is the show. Thank you for listening. I'm uh, BNews uh, producer, reporter, Sydney Gold. I'm Sarah Shulman, English teacher. And we'll see you back here next week.